Welcome to Amalgam, a podcast focusing on creatives and entrepreneurs. You can enjoy the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you would like to get in touch or support the show, please visit AmalgamPodcast.com. Check out the blog for each episode on the Apple News app and follow us on Instagram at Amalgam Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to check out our show and please enjoy this new episode. Okay, episode 12 of the podcast. We are first time recording outside. We're in a live natural environment. We've got some background noise. We have birds chirping and I have Josh Jensen from Jensen Handcrafted with me. He is a craftsman and a creative. How's it going, Josh? Very well. Very well. Glad to be here. Thanks for uh, having me and beautiful morning. It is a beautiful morning and we had to we had to switch the times up so thanks for meeting me first thing in the morning. Yep, all good. <laughs> yep, I'm, I like to operate it. You know, let's start the meeting at 7.30 and sometimes that's early for folks, so I appreciate it, bud. All good. We got coffee. We got coffee, that's <laughs> for sure. So what is Jen- Jensen Handcrafted and how did it start? Jensen Handcrafted <clears throat> is pretty much just me tinkering. Okay. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a small shop, a handful of tools, and it started as a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a rough phase of life where our kiddo was sick Mm -hmm. uh did a three-year almost three-year cancer battle you know like most people know only so much can fit on a plate right and when you're in that scenario there's there's a priority on getting your kid better yes and of course and then i assume that goes without saying but second you're just trying to keep your family together and so some things fall off the plate and and unfortunately the pace at which billing comes in from a right. scenario like that right you just feel like you're being waterboarded yeah and and so the finances got away from us and and so launched this project to help chip away at the gigantic hole we got into through that journey so that's, that's how the, it started <laughs> that's how it started yeah yeah okay. o- always been a, a tinkerer and and remaker taking things apart but uh didn't didn't really put it to work until uh we got to this point in life okay okay so can we talk a little bit about some of the stuff you make to give the audience an idea um you have the openers that are gorgeous and then you've had you've made some uh some other things uh washington pnw related but what what sort of things are you offering now that you're making? <clears throat> you know, it's it's funny because <clears throat> the bottle openers thing was the start of it. I'm I'm a huge fan of craft beer, mm-hmm. uh, and right. those oftentimes, well, not not so much anymore. It seems like cans are trending, but <laughs> um, you know, they were often the bombers and in the big bottles, so that the the more craft stuff was was in so um that was kind of the mindset of it i've i've made some small furnishings uh cutting boards jewelry earrings all all wood as the base but okay 
um, I've kind of pushed out and always had an interest in in just making stuff. So it started, you know, it started to push into screen printing and yep. and poster stock printing and printing on wood and yep. so printing became this thing and <clears throat> and so now I'm at the point where I'm where I'm really trying to focus back in where Jensen Handcraft is going to be predominantly woodwork. Okay. Uh, and then I'm actually starting a, a side project with another local maker who, by the way, is uh, partly responsible for the Washington opener we were, okay. we were talking about. Um, just putting something out there and and having a conversation like we are here today. And, okay. And, and he was sketching while I was talking about where I wanted to go and and out came the Washington opener. Anyways, that's Casey Lynch of, of Lynch Northwest here also. He's down in Rockford, but okay. another local maker, fantastic yep. creative. But Yes. Yeah. So anyway, zooming it back in to, <laughs> yeah. to, to keep it on woodwork uh, and wood items okay. is kind of where I'm headed with Jensen Handcrafted and put the print stuff to the side it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a different deal okay <clears throat> I, I want to ask real quick you just had the um, Stokie the bear yep graphic so can you talk a little bit about that that is you know great question uh, <laughs> uh, sp speaking of Casey we just had a conversation yesterday um, and we're going to do a collaborative project with Stokie uh, and we're going to do a whole series is is at least the plan at this point. Uh, there's going to be uh, a shortboard Stokey, a longboard Stokey, and a gun Stokey. Not not as in pistol, but a gun surfboard. So, okay, okay. Uh, so, we, yeah, there, there's going to be a series to that. So uh, just to, to broaden the demographic that hopefully that will appeal to. And yeah. we both we both love uh, surf culture. And, surf and skate, and, yeah. Yep, yep. So... You know, back to that the previous question that that's part of putting the print stuff <clears throat> in a side project okay. or a different venture, so yeah. to speak, altogether. Yeah. I I really want Jensen handcrafted to be n not that printing isn't handcrafted and it's it's not not that it's not a craft because it right. is and those the people that do that for a living are talented and they're very creative. They have a trade and, it, and yes. it's a creative trade and so. I love all things creative, and 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 I've always. I mean, my middle school teacher got me into screen printing. Our teacher, <laughs> exactly, Miss Dickinson. She was a great teacher. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, Stokey the Bear is is a forthcoming project that I'm going to collaborate with Casey on. So awesome. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. I want because I hadn't. I saw it and I hadn't had an opportunity to ask you about it personally, but we'll do it here on the show. All right. <clears throat> Very good. So, kind of um, follow up is. What makes the final cut versus what do you leave in the design, you know, marinating phase? You know, because we all have that stuff that we're still mulling over, we're still chewing on, yeah. and we're just not ready to really show anybody. Let's use the Wassum glasses for an example. Mm -hmm. Like, when were you done and you were ready for that to be printed and start selling? That item just was, was made up as an add-on. I wanted to do a like a holiday promotional okay. kit, yes, so to speak, yes. where you got your opener and your glass. Yes. Um, and it was sort of last minute, and you know, today I'm I'm happy with it. But when it went out, <clears throat> the font that I used for 
for the text through the state. I, you know, I wasn't sure about it. It, it kind of had a western yes, twang yes. to it, yeah, which, exactly. is, which is fine for the northwest, but it, it felt a little too cowboyish for me at the time. Yep. Uh, but we went with it, and, and it was received really well. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I thought to myself, like, I'm, I'm making this. I'm designing this stuff. But that's me as the maker and the creator, and and I want to convey something through the designs. Yes. How those are received, I have no control over. Right. And they were received so well. Right. So I was like, okay, yeah. we're keeping it that way. Yeah, exactly. So, if if it was, if the question is, when am I happy with it? Probably never. Probably never. Yeah. All right. But there's a point where you have to say, all right, it's time to let yeah. this thing go and see what happens. Yeah. And the feedback that you get from the buyer or the people that are looking at it and critiquing it, that that's when you know yeah. this thing's going to go or maybe it won't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Until then, it's all in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. So the, to kind of keep on this trend, so how critical of your own work are you? Are you one of those that... As soon as you're done, you want to look forward and move on to the next thing, or do you do you take your time to actually enjoy completing the project? Probably hypercritical. Okay. If, you know, just going back to that previous answer, if if it were up to me, I might I might not let anything go, um, just because when you're the one producing it, you know, I'm sure you experience this with with what you have going here. You, Oh, that sounded funny, or yeah. I didn't ask that quite right. I, we all do it, yeah. when, and when we're the one that that's making it and creating that thing, like you want it to be on. Yeah, you want people to see perfect. But the reality of it is, perfection doesn't really exist. Yeah, it's like, impossible. It's a myth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can get close, and but you know, on that same note, if it's perfect then where's the conversation yeah people just if, yeah. If, if somebody looks at it and they're like oh that's perfect then they're moving on yeah right exactly if, if there's not something to critique and look at and try to understand and say hey what did you mean by that insight or discussion what you, yeah. right yeah so exactly anyway i might not let anything go yeah was, uh, yeah i'm i'm a i'm a perfectionist that gets in my own way a lot of the time there's a lot of undone things in my shop yeah that that I probably should push out and just see what the response is. Right, and start and take the plunge. Yep, yep. Yeah, the, um, and the trick is, for me with this, is to focus on the, the, ma- the minor victories, not the microscopic failures. Yeah. Because um, you can take lessons from the failures, of course, you should learn from them, but you got to enjoy when somebody uh, says, hey, I enjoy the show. You know, boom, right there, that's... Yeah. Doesn't need to be a hundred thousand downloads. That's a victory in itself, right there. So, Absolutely. Um, it, it you know that's part of the balance is tricking yourself that it doesn't need to be perfect and just enjoy what's working for yeah. once. Yeah. The 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 emotional intelligence. I know that's a buzzword, or <laughs> and, and maybe I'm behind the curve. That might have been a buzzword already, but uh, the emotional intelligence of producing and making and like got to have a little bit of thick skin yeah but you also have to be sensitive to the feedback yes so yeah you can't you know put a wall up to what people are suggesting yeah you kind of got to roll with some changes yeah 
And by the way, you're doing a great job with this thing. I love listening to the episodes. And, Thanks, And buddy. the people that Thank you have you. on, it's it's a great array of, of different types. I mean, you've got people working in design firms, architecture firms, yeah, it's musician. It's it's great. That's the goal is to get um, as wide of a variety as possible. And kind of the theme of uh, amalgam is you know mixing together different whatever elements or for the sake of this discussion or yeah. this moment. But is to see if the audience can piece together some things to combine of their own design or their own project or whatever, and if they can draw from motivation from this person for like Jeremy your last example for example incredibly motivating guy to be active and to be healthy and everything and so mm -hmm. you know maybe they draw a little bit from that in addition to a musician or one of the audio guys was on there and then yep. their life just goes in that direction slightly it doesn't need to be oh they 180 everything it's just oh now it's kind of like when somebody suggests a book to you you know what I mean you get into a whole new genre of something sure. and then sure. you're, you're you're changed forever from that point like yeah that's adding a tool to the toolbox exactly so to yeah just yeah. another yeah. little another little language to your repertoire or whatever to get to just get outside the comfort zone and and i was going to kind of bring this up that's what it should be about is is learning to do something that you had no idea about before mm. or, and at least just exposing yourself to something new like i might not be amazing at this but i gave it a shot and I learned something new. Like maybe I learned to interview somebody or learned to write a blog post to accompany the episode. So, sure. um, you know, what was I doing to, to expand on those before? Probably nothing, you know? Right, you right. Have, you have conversations with your people and your friends and those are fun and good conversations, but then they're, they're just between you two, you know? Yeah, and that's a, you know, your sphere, like you're saying, your, your friends, your community, that's a, it's a little bit of a comfort zone. And, mm -hmm. and there's less risk in there. Totally. And, and I'm not a huge risk taker, mm -hmm. uh, which is probably why I would say that I'm a perfectionist because I want it to be right. Right. And and if it's not right to my standard, then I'm taking a risk. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so I, I, I'm not comfortable there, mm -hmm. but I need I need to be more comfortable there. So like you're just saying pushing yourself to go yeah. new direction or, or or different craft altogether. Right. Picking up a tool that somebody else gave you and giving that thing a, a try. Just got to give it a shot. Yep. If it yep. doesn't work and you hate it, don't keep doing it, yep. you know, of yep. course. But um, if you find any value out of it at all, push a little farther and yeah. see what happens. It's 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 funny because you, you've got young kids, minor teenagers now i don't know how that happened so quick but you're you're teaching them this stuff right right, right. You're, you're teaching them give that a try push on that door yeah see what what goes like but give it an effort yeah. an honest effort yeah and whatever that is if it doesn't go you're no loss for trying no you know you don't like that now. yeah yeah good that's a win <laughs> it is yeah everything is a win yeah everything is a win even yep. if you hate it yeah because then you learn you don't have to open that door again if you absolutely hated it you know you never have to think 20 years later ah, i don't know still yeah <laughs> my wife would laugh so hard hearing this portion she yeah. she still today we've been married 13 14 15 years and and we still get to the point where she's like I never knew you had that job, <laughs> but it's that, it's that constant. Like when I was young, 
I would try any job. Yeah. And if I didn't like it, yeah, I'd move on. You know, there, there's. That's what you get to do when you're young. Yep, yep. There, no family, no kids, no none of that. So, yeah. yeah, I got to jump around quite a bit and try a lot of stuff. I know what I don't like. Yeah. In the workforce. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it is important that everybody. Because my dad, it was really important that I understood how to work. And so when I turned, this almost feels like the second I turned 15, which was barely legal to like get a W-2, you mm-hmm. know. And they wanted me to find a job, and I got lucky enough to start washing dishes and everything. And the food service industry, just simply washing dishes, you get exposed to it. And yeah. Being that young, um, it was it was awesome. Looking back, I mean, it was so fun. Isn't but, that funny? Yeah, it's hilarious. But now, if you if you if that was the only thing, the only option you had, yeah, you'd probably just yeah. hate it. Oh yeah, it'd be <laughs> right? the worst. Yeah. Saturday yeah. nights, you know, with yeah. the extra extra reservations and everything, and it's busy. No, it's the Washing worst. Dishes. Yeah, the but worst. then, yeah, yeah, it was. But now it's and, and it again to, for to kind of bring it back, like leading by example for the kids, for our children to, you know, because that's really the way that we're gonna have to. Or I think I can't just say, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Cause yeah. I hated when my parents did that, mm. and it's pretty natural to go against that, but. I'm just gonna kind of try and do my own thing and hope that they're watching, <laughs> and uh, and maybe they'll start taking some jumps or just getting uncomfortable as far as like uh, new sports and stuff, yeah, and new crafts. Um, but the, the getting a job is gonna be very important for me to for them to find something whether they're making coffees or you're busting tables, whatever. Yeah, something to just get an understanding of hey, there's all kinds of people. You're gonna have to learn to work with them, and mm-hmm. you're gonna have to learn to work as a team yeah because that's we get so comfortable doing things the way we do them and then we freak out when somebody else gets involved or somebody wants to suggest something and yeah that's, that's yeah a, taking input when you're doing what you think you want to do yeah like, oh really yeah really? you're that, talking about yeah. this right, right? <laughs> I, I think a maker or a creative that's doing their own thing there's a danger to that yeah right because you don't have that teamwork right aspect. right it's all on you. Man. So I'm excited to do this collaboration with Casey, honestly. Yeah. Because I, with regards to Jensen Handcraft, I do my thing and I do what I want and I do it when I want. And, yep. And there, yeah, it's a, it's a slippery slope. You got to be, you got to be really self-disciplined. Okay. In, in that, I think, because you can get lazy, you can get hyper aggressive like yeah like it can yeah. go all different ways because you don't have that forum you don't have the teamwork right or the right? specialist you know yeah. somebody's handling the the outward facing stuff you know yep. leaving you to just produce yep you know yeah yeah that's true um so uh all right shifting gears a little bit <clears throat> when you're deciding to create a new product what happens first and this might be ultra general but what's your process start like? Uh, An idea first, right? Yeah, just a, a thought pops in the head, and 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 I'm super informal. I, I don't have a design, a formal design background. Okay. I, I tripped my way into industrial design and, and landed there, and not any longer, but that was a, a period of life where, where I thought yeah I could make some stuff on my own but first thought a quick rundown of you know 
call it a yes/no list? Is is it viable? Is it something that I that already exists in the marketplace? If so, could it be improved? If not, is there really a need? You know, just kind of a quick what what for? Right. And then if it's something that I think there's enough yeses to, uh, then it's hey, hun, take a look at this. Yep. <laughs> What do you think about this idea? Yep. And based on her response, yep. is it's either now, later, or never. <laughs> <laughs> those are the three. It bins. goes in those categories. <laughs> yep. And and she's a great sounding board. She she helps me in ways I can't even spend the time yep. here to describe. Right. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of what I do is based on feedback that I got from my wife. So, yeah, yeah I appreciate her big time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Inspiration for a design. Um, we mentioned that sometimes it just starts with an idea. But are there are there maybe like um, an era of art or an artist, or is there somebody that you you model what you do after, mm-hmm. or is it much broader and there's no specific era? Good question. I think I think that has to be broken down into a few parts. Okay. Inspiration on a personal level, like people, mm-hmm. for sure. My grandpa and my uncle. Okay. Uh, both just hardworking gentlemen that produced. Uh, if if you took, if you look at their their families and their family life those guys did everything within their power to create an environment where their families could thrive and that ultimately is the goal of of anything I do I want to provide for my family of course uh, so personal inspiration certainly comes from my grandparent my grandfather and my uncle and they're just yeah. their discipline and how they modeled yeah. their life incredible guys humble guys always always putting other people before them but the work that they put in to accomplish the task that they had before them was I, unmatched mm-hmm. in my opinion you know as growing up you're a L- little biased everybody's big everybody that's taller than you is kind of yes. a hero yes. you, 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 by physical force <laughs> you look up to them yes, <laughs> like, yeah. there's no option yes. but uh, you also are learning along the way and my, yes. my grandpa was a was a stand-in uh, dad for a lot of a okay. lot of years, and and my uncle also. In addition. Uh, in addition to that, we were you know in in Northern California at that time, and spent a lot of time with them. Uh, and so, n- not only were they providing for their family, their immediate family, but also me as a secondary. Mm-hmm. Right, my mom mm-hmm. busting her butt, single mom doing what she had to do to provide for us so mom there again another huge inspiration for just working hard whatever it is work hard at it right earn it yeah uh and then boy uh inspiration outside of that on a on a like i love aaron droplin Okay. The dude's vulgar as all get out, but like 
his his design is that he's graphic design. I'm sure you know who Aaron Graham is. But anyway, his his approach to design and just just make it, just keep going, just try it, push on that, push on you know take take your design in all these different directions. Like it's exactly what we're talking about: pushing on those doors of discomfort or right. unknown and and like he speaks volumes to that idea right so him from a design standpoint house industries house industries familiar with them i'm not oh man they do some fantastic industrial design work okay and and font creators graphic designers industrial design it's a great team over there those guys super inspiring okay They, they have like a I don't know what else to call it, but a resource book. Oh, cool. And I'll have to share that with you someday. But just yeah. to flip through that and see the pieces of works that they've done or contributed to. And, yep. Uh, they, they do some really neat stuff. Okay. Super clean. And an era, to wrap it up, that okay. question, <laughs> mid-century modern. Okay. Uh, I think mid-century. I love cars. Yep. I love architecture. Yep. I love form and function okay. and I think the mid-century modern period for me like form and function was huge then yeah uh, probably more so in in housing than the cars you know the big fan that yeah. you know they weren't <laughs> they weren't on the race track. That yeah. wasn't the, <laughs> but they were beautiful yes the, the, the cars from that era are Super. They're just unique. Yes. They they went way outside the box with those large fins and big, huge, chunky grills and huge peat Like fuel efficiency was not even not on the radar. No. no. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Mid-century modern. Okay. Fifties, sixties. Yep. Uh, architecture and automobile i love that and the surf culture blew up then and yeah. i'm a huge fan of surf culture so yeah anyway yeah that's a great one i feel like i've kind of been um as of now and maybe it's <clears throat> maybe it's kind of trending this way on as a whole but like the 50s specifically when it comes to fonts or type mm-hmm. that's I've, i don't know why but i've just been drawn more towards that it's um you know, it's it's somewhat elegant. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but uh, like you said, it's not necessarily efficient when it comes to elegancy. Yeah, for sure. Check out House Industries. Though. Okay. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. You will be uh, pleasantly surprised if if that that early fifties fifties and sixties yes. font styles. It's, I mean, they're they're all over that. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yep. House Industries. Yep. Okay. So. Again, shifting gears a little bit, um, the openers. I want to talk specifically about them a little bit. So for the audience, the openers are bottle openers that Josh designs, and they are the the opening part is the metal is a state. You've got Washington State, Idaho, and Wisconsin, right? Currently, yep. Okay, currently. (laughs) And then the handles are, um, why don't you describe the handles? So the... The tang, as it's called in the knife industry, uh, would be the stainless steel. <clears throat> so, it's they're they're just putting the opener keyhole, so to speak, mm-hmm. in into the shape somehow, incorporating it 
as best as possible with scale and shape of state. Right. <laughs> so that it doesn't look too much like a bottle opener. Right. But functionally works as a bottle opener. So Washington State and Idaho, yep, so far. Wisconsin was a... A limited a, type thing. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> And then the handles um, are are all hardwoods, and you know, kind of going back to that mid-century modern aesthetic, mm-hmm. the the fusion of of wood and metal um, was was pretty mid-century modern. Really highlighted on some specific woods that I that I love: walnuts and mahoganies and and maples. Yep. And and so you'll see that pretty pretty. Regularly. regularly within yeah. <clears throat> within the products that I offer, I love those materials. They're they're fairly easy to work with and and sort of forgiving. Um, and then and then I use brass pins to hold them together. So the the fusion of wood and metal um, for me speaks to that mid century modern era. Yeah. Um, the 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 beauty of wood like a tree the life of a tree when you cut like a tree is not going to last forever right right it, at some point it dies and decays and but when you cut that thing open and you're taking these sections of wood yep. and the grain and the figure in them like the figure the grain is one thing that's that's just growth and seasons affect how the growth pattern the Whoa. grain tightness or okay. looseness or direction or how radical it gets but the figure within it is like i mean we're sitting outside here if you look yep. at the crotches of those branches right. right where where the weight comes into the trunk of that thing when when there's a season like say a heavy snowfall season where it's super wet snow and then it freezes and these branches are just sagging and yep. So all that figure and that rippling in the wood is just the tension oh, wow. that that thing felt for a period of time. Okay. I mean, there's other things that play into it, like disease or, or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, what's it eating or yeah. what's it getting yeah, what, from the ground. And yeah, <clears throat> what the soil content, what, you know, all that stuff plays into it. But in particular, the figure, for me, speaks to tension. Okay. And is so reflective of life, <laughs> right? In general, like, yeah. And so, not everybody picking up a bottle opener thinks about it that way, but but I do. Yeah. Like, there's a story. Yes. And and ultimately, that's what we're here doing. Yeah. Is Talking. storytelling and yep. and and so they communicate the the wood communicates a story. The steel. Though you can't see it unless it's under a microscope, right. same sort of deal. You see what affects the steel, the temperature, the the humidity. All those things play into how that steel comes out. Mm-hmm. You can't see that yeah. on the eye, but anyway. And but, then the fusion of those things, combining. I, you know, like your podcast, you're blending different elements, elements and aspects and and materials and. And hopefully what comes out of it is a beautiful end result. Right. I think that's all we're ultimately shooting for, being creative and having the result be pleasing. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Anyway. Well, and, and <clears throat> what I love about it is because when I, I wanted to buy my dad one this last Christmas, because he moved to Idaho a couple years ago, and, and it's funny, so I go, hey, Josh, I want to buy one. You go, okay, well, we need to we'll slowly roll, but we need to figure out what specimen you want first and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. He's like, well, there's a process for selecting these things. You don't just get to, unless it's at one of the shops, like the pop-up shop, yeah. for example, and you can go in and grab one. But Good plug there. That's a great shop. But, yeah. And they've been super supportive. Terrain in Spokane. Oh money yeah they do these guys are doing cool work stuff for yeah. sure for the artists the creatives the makers man they're all over what a blessing yeah good these guys are on point awesome yep terrain yep um sorry i didn't mean to say no either no that's okay <laughs> no we're all these are all kind of linked into the same sort of <clears throat> i might ask this one um okay i will so your stuff to me is very timeless it's elegant um what you create and what you put out uh, what keeps you from because it's really easy to start when a new style is, is becoming popular a new you know round of fonts is making the mm. rounds what keeps you from following those trends and sticking with your timeless aesthetic hmm. uh, I, first I appreciate you saying that um, of course the aesthetic for me somewhat at least on the openers out of my hands Mm -hmm. right like the beauty of steel and wood is the longevity yep um and the story that's like we just talked about the story that's in the grain yep the limited input that i have into these particular products is is just finding that piece of wood I didn't create that grain. Mm-hmm. The beauty is in there. Mm-hmm. I'm just showing it off mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I try to try to make the presentation nice with, you know, the things got fit and finish and curves and right. feels good in the hand and, and, and those things. But so it's kind of out of my hands. I, you know, thank you for saying that. But yeah, um, of course. the state is the shape of the state. Right. That's timeless. Yeah. Washington State hasn't changed its shape. <laughs> Idaho hasn't changed its shape. Fortunately, the opener, the hook of the opener fits into those states really well. Yeah. I've had requests for Colorado. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> you know, I'm going to do a punch out, maybe like, yeah. like a bar back, their flat paddle bottle opener okay, in the middle of the state. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And then write Colorado on it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a rectangle. I can't right. do anything there. Arizona. So, yeah, or right? Like, oh, no. What am I going to do? Yeah. So. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. More than anything, the, the, the only design aspect I really get to do outside of that is, you know, my logo, which kind of gives a nod to, to surf culture and, mm-hmm. and uh, mid-century with the steel and the wood uh, and the brass pins that hold, you know. So, gosh, I, I'm really, I can't take credit for right. it. It, it, is, it, it is. is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just putting it all together and, yep. and presenting it in a way that hopefully people find interest in. And, oh, yeah. And... And there you go. Okay. That's all right. That answers the question. (laughs) Um, Okay. If you were going to give advice to someone who wants to start crafting items for sale, what would you say to them first? Go for it. Just go, just dive in. Yeah. You're going to learn. I'm, I'm, you know, only a couple years into this. We started Jensen Handcrafting in 2015. So a few years into it now. 
I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I, I knew how to work with wood and, yeah. and a little bit of metal. But yeah. But as far as the marketing didn't where to pitch it to. Yeah, nothing at all. I mean, the beauty of today is you can make a thing mm-hmm. and you can put it out there for super, super low investment. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think, I think I pay a hundred bucks a year, a year, for my website right. and the back end support of all of it, the right. credit card processing, the the analytic, all of that. Yes, hundred bucks a year. That's nothing. It's, it's a website. You can go. It, it's a little bit clumsy because that's not my forte. Right, but it's but living and breathing. It's out there. Yeah, people stumble. I, I just shipped Washington openers to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did well, how did we yeah. get there? Right. <laughs> right. I don't know. I've shipped Washington openers to Florida. What? What's going on? What there? does a guy in Florida want with my opener? Well, he was, you know, just asking questions. He was raised here, has a love okay. for Washington. He's in yep. the opposite corner continentally of this place. Yeah, it's one of those anti things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. I mean, so. Just do it. Yeah. Follow. Follow the the vision that you have. Mm-hmm. Push on some doors. Give it a try. If yeah. if you only have, I mean, if you only have your website up for a couple years, you are a couple hundred bucks into that for unlimited act. I mean, people yes. from around the world yes. can access that. Yeah. And what does that hurt? Like, you could spend two hundred bucks on a few tanks of gas. Right. Right? And go nowhere. Like, and go and just be around town for yes. a month. Yeah. But like your stuff is worldwide just by putting it out there. And you have all the tools to make it as beautiful or as accessible as you want. You could do that from yourself. Like the yes. power of putting your stuff out there is in your pocket. Yeah, it's so crazy now. And, it's crazy. And Jonathan was talking about that way back in like the very yes. beginning of the show. Yes. Like there's there's no reason, there's no excuse to not have a method to create something. Yep. Yeah, it's just whatever it is. Yes, yeah. But you could you could be reading poetry on this microphone, right? And put it out there, and it's legitimate. You know, it's just that easy. Yep, it's that easy. Yep, it, and and if just don't be afraid to try it. Yeah, is yeah. all you have to start somewhere. Yep, yep. So maybe to follow up on that, what would you let them figure out on their own? And maybe it's kind of the same answer. Um. Uh, I, you know, process and procedure. Okay. But like those two things, I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think you can give that to somebody. Right. Es- especially a, a creative, you know, like I was talking earlier about the isolation of it and you're doing your thing and you're not, you're not in the community, in a mm-hmm. collaborative mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have... Uh, people with other strengths yep. that fill your weaknesses. You know what I mean. Yep. So it's all on you. Yep. Um, and so if you just try to hand somebody a script of process and procedure, it might just stifle their creativity. Yeah. Or they're focusing their energy in the wrong direction yeah. or something. Like focus on your craft and your creativeness. And and I think outside of a couple suggestions. Yeah. 
you know, take good notes, yeah. listen well, <laughs> have a handle on your emotion, you know, <laughs> yeah. those types of things. Exactly, yeah. Like, outside of that, the process and procedure thing, every, they, they got to figure it out. It's all them. Yep. Yep. So I, I would minimize my input on that mm-hmm. and, and focus on just encouraging them. Go. Go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Uh, you know? Do you need resources? How maybe right. I can be a switchboard operator for you and plug you into somebody or get right. you connected to somebody or listen to Corbin's podcast. You right. might give a hint or two, right? You yeah, know, exactly. Like, who knows? Who knows? I can't <clears throat> define how that's gonna go for mm-hmm. you. So just get busy with polishing your craft and yeah. and the process and the procedure to it will work itself out naturally yeah because it's yep. case by case and everybody's individual path there's not yeah you can't just prescribe a, a methodology no everybody's context is different mm-hmm. you know if a guy yeah. is fortunate enough to have a 10,000 square foot shop and industrial right. tools right that the stuff that i am doing he's gonna be like why would you do that <laughs> okay so i've got a tiny shop 10 by 10 with some tools in it yeah and so I got to do things my way. Okay. So anyway, that leads perfectly into this next question. If you could create something that you currently don't have the means to create now, what would it be? Mm. Your dream creation, maybe. Dream creation? <clears throat> have you heard of mod sheds? Mod sheds. Yeah. No, I've heard of um, uh, container sheds. Yeah. I want one of those. Speaking of that, real quick. Okay. You got to go to Bazaar okay. on Saturday, downtown Spokane. It's put on by terrain. Okay. Pop-up shop has a container that terrain, I mean, a lot of people contributed, but terrain was kind of the, the people that made it happen. Yep. yep. Uh, and it's a mobile pop-up shop. That's legit. So the pop-up shop will be closed on Saturday at the steam plant location, but we will be mobile. In down the, at Bazaar. In the in a container. In a actual. shipping container That's that so opens sweet. as a storefront. Yeah. 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 So check that out. Quick plug for that. Awesome. Anyway, back to mod sheds. They're they're basically a a shed for your backyard. Okay. That's built to a kind of a mid century modern aesthetic. Okay. I want to make one of those for my wife's creative space. Okay. Don't have the means to do it right now. Right. But that's the number one thing I want to do. That, and it has n- nothing to do with what I'm producing. I just want her to have a space that is aesthetically pleasing. Yep. And she can sort of you know, stay-at-home mom, home educator. Mm-hmm. The lady kicks butt. Mm-hmm. She's in the house all the time yeah and if not running the kids to you know yeah. you know the drill yeah she's on the she's on the clock yep constant she puts in way more hours than i do so to be able to create a space for her to create yep she's an artist she's she's an architect prior to our children oh okay cool um she's she's a creative she's a creative soul she's creative in everything she does so to have a space for her to just have her quiet time whether she wants to paint or read or, or shut sit the door. and do nothing and have a cup of tea yep in just a place of solace <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's my next yeah that, that's 
that's the thing that I want to do that I don't have the means to do right now. So cool. If we can make that happen sooner rather than later, I'd be a happy. That'd camper. be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any business project or product failures that you learned from and changed your process? To follow up on that, any experiences that stand out to you over the course of Jensen Handcrafted's existence, or you could go before it, um, if there's something that sticks out, but failures. Failures, oh boy. Do we have time for them all? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's, it's a regular thing. Um, and I try not to focus too long on them. Okay. You know, I, I wanna learn from them but I don't I don't want to and maybe this is a bad thing now that I'm speaking it out <laughs> I want to move away from failure okay as quickly as possible but I think you know like we were talking about the grain and the branches mm -hmm. and I I think it's I think it's good to be under the weight of failure and tension mm -hmm. for a period of time like if you just swing on a branch it's not going to have that figure but if it holds that weight for a long time that's when the figure occurs and the the more it weighs the more figure the more pronounced it is and the, there's a beautiful i don't know story to that. story to, yeah, yeah right and so I think that applies in life. I don't have a specific example okay. just off the top of my head, but That's I, cool. but I, you know, kind of going back to the story of that of our kid battling cancer. Mm -hmm. the, that sucked, dude. That sucked. But the weight, and and I, I'll tell you what, I failed miserably in that season many times. Just as a as a father as a husband I mean in your role we were just time. reaction mode yeah at that time <clears throat> and so but current today looking back on that thing um, beautiful stuff came of it like maybe not well probably too directly related to my failures but the weight, I think, I think failures cause tension, mm -hmm. and and I'm speaking more to tension than a specific failure. But the the weight, the heaviness of that season, brought immense beauty to mm -hmm. our family dynamic. There's still today stuff that we're working out, mm -hmm. but I think just like the figure in the wood, like the longer that you're there the more that you realize the weight not just not just blow it off mm -hmm. maybe i need to sit in my failures longer not like a pity party but no. but but think on it mm -hmm. and Dude. and sit there for a little bit and let the failure do its work right so you can learn yeah, let, let the, the tension do its work yeah yeah Anyway, not to get... No, it's all right. <laughs> this is great. Not to get super uh, deep there. Philosophical. Yeah, I don't want to... No, it's okay. Philosopher, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. 
What have people requested of you beyond the products you currently make? Um, and are there, uh, you mentioned um, Casey Lynch's uh, collaboration with Stokey the Bear. Yep. Um, but to follow up that, any other special product or projects or collaborations outside of Jensen Handcrafted in addition to that? Um, a couple. Uh, and sorry, the first part of the question was what have people requested yeah, in the addition? Cu- couple items, um, like retail space furnishings. Okay. I've had a couple requests for like display racks or, or those type of elements. Um, small furnishings. Okay. Which I haven't executed yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's that whole sitting yeah. on on the, the unfinished bench. Yes. Um, Execution, man. That's the word. Yeah. It's, it's, there's the idea and then there's the execution. Yeah. And they don't always link up. Yeah. Yeah, those are a couple things. Uh, some picture frames, you know, small small things like that. But sorry, what was the second so part? So the second part is any collaborations yeah. um, outside of Jensen Handcraft. Yeah, so collaborations, I think Casey and I are going to call the print collaborative Jelly. Okay. This is Jensen Lynch. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to be Jelly prints or jelly designs I don't that's kind of where we're headed with that okay and and those are going to be so Stokey the bear is just like you can get stoked about anything yes and I suggest you do (laughs) because if you're not stoked about it you're not going to give it full effort right 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 or get the full appreciation out of it absolutely yeah so that's kind of the idea behind stokey okay. it's starting with surf related stuff because we both have an interest in surf culture and but he's going to go all sorts of places <laughs> you're going to want to follow this adventure because yes. he's going to he's going to do some stuff that hopefully adds to the stoke for people <laughs> in their given <laughs> <That's laughs> disciplines. Awesome. But, yes. but that's the vision for it. We'll see where it goes. That's the main... Get an office stokey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Just <laughs> absolutely. to cover everybody's yep. bases. Yep. He's... I'm hopeful that he will find his home in various aspects of industry, yeah. work life, sport life like yeah. yeah it's gonna be an adventure that's so. awesome yep yep okay that's great so be on the lookout for more stokey yeah he's coming to a town near you <laughs> okay um <clears throat> so maybe i'll let this siren pass for a second yeah stokey's cousin smokey is <laughs> busy here there goes smokey <laughs> um what does Jensen Handcrafting, where does Jensen Handcrafted go from here? Um, is there a new product, project, or phase in the pipeline? Um, or you know, as we opened the interview, we were talking about it being a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem was the financial deficit that the journey put us in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a, a really cool thing that's happened through this is... It's it's chipping away at our at our situation, but it's afforded us the the possibility to give to other mm-hmm. 
needs in, in our area. Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, uh, Second Harvest, um, HRC Ministries. Let me see. Did I get it? Yeah, it's HRC. Um, the Honor Flight, okay. getting, getting veterans back to see the memorials in D.C. Yep. at no cost to them. That's awesome. So there's a variety of things that that we've been able to help contribute to through this project. Awesome. Outside of just chipping it away at our own problem. And that, you know, that's kind of what I want this thing to do. Not just be for us, but to be a shared benefit. Okay. Like, the vision is just that this thing would help solve a problem and not just the problem of not being able to get into your beer but <laughs> it's a bigger thing than that you know like right. we all have a piece in this big old life pie and I want this slice to be sweet yes <clears throat> and and to benefit not just our family but others and and the great thing as young as this is mm -hmm. we've been able to do that that's amazing fairly consistent I mean we're three years old and we've We've been able to things. give some things away. Yeah. Not a massive amount, but every little bit helps. Anything. Anything. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, so... Yeah. That would be the next phase, is, is finding more avenues to start filling the coffers of some of these causes. Where to, where to give. Have it have it be effective mm -hmm. for not just us. Mm -hmm. we, we got a ways to go, but we're chipping away at it. But I want, I want this thing to be... Uh, blessing to our community yep and a functional piece for somebody in their home yep you know yeah so that's a great that's amazing um, so it's not really going anywhere else right now it's yeah it's going to stay focused on openers and, and try to do that as much as possible and do that better and, yep. and figure ways to get that more reach yep okay um so we should be <clears throat> passing about an hour yeah all right so we're about an hour, including the couple minutes that wasn't that's gonna get chopped off. Yeah. Uh, the last questions I have are uh, resources you'd like to share, and then um, the final one is what makes Washington State awesome. So, <laughs> um, before I ask the resource questions, is there anything that you wanted to touch on? And I can lead it in with a new question. Um, but are we? Are you feeling pretty comfortable with what we've we've done so far? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Um, just, you know, again, to, to hit on that point, encouraging people to just go for it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a crazy time. Mm -hmm. Get out there and do it. There's you, you might stumble, you might fall, you might, might just... I mean, there's people that are off the charts, first presentation to the world, so to speak, and, yeah. and the thing just gets picked up and goes. Yep cool for them that's it's not possible if you don't try it yeah and the reality of it is for the most part it's going to be a grind it's going to be hard you're going to learn but do it it's super rewarding like you're putting something in the marketplace that that has value to somebody go for it yeah and if you can share the love that you receive through people like people are investing in you yep. when they pick up 
when they listen to your podcast, yep. when they buy one of my openers, when they listen to somebody's music, yep. like that's all an investment in the maker and the creator of that thing. Like that's a huge honor. Yes. So even when you trip and fall and fail, like there's still people investing, yes. taking it. They're ta- they're investing in you if they even pick it up and look at it. Yes. Or simply say it to somebody else, like, oh, I heard of this thing, yep. I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard of it. Yep. That's a win. Yep, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Let that thing carry you. Yes. That's, um, there's been a, recently a couple of m- really motivating things in just an individual reaching out and saying, hey, um, I, the podcast has motivated me to be more creative. Mm. It's just simply that. You yeah. know? If, if, if that's the only person who's downloading and listening to the episode, boom it's a victory like the mission of the podcast succeeded you know and um that should be a motivating enough to do another 10 episodes yeah you know absolutely And you can ride just that one thing and of course um blindingly nervous you know before you hit record you know it it, like i was mentioning before we started asking people to put themselves out there as well and and you know you guys are investing in this podcast equally Mm -hmm. every time a new episode comes out that guest is putting themselves everything they've worked for and what their their image and everything on the line not that we're gonna you know talk about a bunch of nasty stuff and cuss up a storm and turn a bunch of people away but everything is a risk everything's a a challenge and fighting through that and finding the rewards like that victory that person reaching out to me was amazing it was like i went home told my wife was like it's working you know (laughs) yeah you know you don't need a hundred thousand downloads a month to find a a very satisfying victory out of a project yeah the mindset just yeah just take take the victory take the wins take yes and and bank those things yes because there will be stretches totally that are not super awesome (laughs) yeah it can't just be a steady increase in in your satisfaction so you got to have you got to be able to pull off what's in the bank Mm -hmm. and yeah yep good word there yeah okay so resources Resources. then we've mentioned a few Mm -hmm. um but would you like to share some additional ones or we want to reiterate what we've discussed already um for for purely resources both um, house industry, just like creative resources that okay. get my juices flowing, the house industries resource book as well as uh, Draplin's resource book. Okay, they're just they're just basically pictures and small stories of their work. Yeah, but man, it's inspiring. Yes, for me, might not be for others, but give those a look. Okay, they're super cool. Um, books, I hate to say it, but I'm not a huge reader. Okay really not that's all right um but yeah nah. i i listen more than i read i should read more it's nothing wrong with it <laughs> i go through phases yeah. you know i was reading a lot a couple of years ago and now i'm not reading a single thing yeah you know i will i will say i'm not done with the book yet but barbarian days okay it's yeah i sweet ride that is a sweet ride <laughs> is that a ferrari um no, maybe not uh, maybe an nsx oh you think hard, you're right yeah there it is hard to say behind the trees but yeah. yeah there you go it sounded beautiful yeah so trains yeah anyway <laughs> that's all right. got all of it going on so uh barbarian barbarian did uh 
Yeah, Barbarian Days. Okay. Finnegan. Uh, I should know the, the, the guy's author. name. But I, Finnegan, I think, is his last name. Anyway, it's a, it's a great book just about kind of what we've talked hit on a few times here kind of an underlying theme is just the journey okay um the guy's a bit of a, a nomad and just going through life and, and and it's deeply rooted in in surf culture so that's appealing to me but okay um just you know just a guy going through life and it, it, you know it's a bit of a memoir type read but it's a good one cool william finnegan is the, finnegan, is the author there yeah william finnegan okay um, and Wausau, what makes Yeah, yeah what makes Washington State Wausau? Awesome. We'll close it out. Because the glasses, the, the pint glasses that you make, and what's the specific name for that type of glass? The can glass. The can glass. Yep. Um, it has Washington State. You check out Jensen Handcrafted on Instagram or jensenhandcrafted.com, right? Yep. Okay, yep. there'll be links and everything in the episode description. Yep. We're on Facebook too, but I don't, you know, even when we were getting... I didn't know that your podcast was on Facebook too. I, I just put it on there simply okay. because I, I, it's like a checking off a box thing. Right. Like I'm focusing on the podcast, the blog, and then the Instagram posts. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then, luckily, Instagram you can just everything can just go Get to Facebook. Share it up. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only reason it's there. Same with <laughs> but, Jensen Handcrafted. <laughs> I, I feel like for me, I'm not super computer savvy, but I feel like the Facebook component of my social media presence is pretty clumsy. Yes, me too. And I, maybe it's the format that I chose because I chose artist. As, okay. Maybe it would be less clumsy if, it, if I chose the business one. I don't know. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's, it's not super intuitive. No. Um, it's, it's messy. Like the whole experience as a user to me is messy compared to just, posted to instagram my account's very clean yep. you know yep. um whatever their algorithms are doing and whatever i'm not going to worry about that yep. but um facebook it's there it's there well it's just there's just so much you're supposed to maintain like you look at all everybody's social media links on the website it's like if there's 12 of them like really people are going to pick one yeah you know what i mean and that's how they're going to get your info yeah they're either going to go you know if you're on youtube great you know but they're either going to subscribe to the podcast and they probably don't even check out social media you know who right. knows yeah i suppose that's the the mindset to having your account on everyone yeah some guys are going to like twitter some guys yes. are going to like instagram and it's a wider like net Facebook. yeah but doggone it it's, too, it's I, a lot of work it's work yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to Wassum. Yes. So that's, you know, obviously, maybe not that obvious, but Washington is awesome, so yes. it's Wassum. Uh, and I've lived a few places, California, Washington, Alaska, uh, been a few places, and I just love it here. Yes. This place is awesome. Yes. And so that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Good. There's, there's nothing we don't have access to from an outdoorsy... Like, we yep. got mountains. We got lakes. We got... Ocean. We got desert. We got ocean. It's it's hard to beat. Yes. This place is beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. And it's... Like you said, it's all-encompassing, all-accessible. 
you know yeah. the uh <clears throat> and i'm from western washington and so coming over here to eastern washington was a big eye-opener mm-hmm. and it was an adjustment yeah, but I agree. It, but it was also a bunch of different things that you could fall in love with that you didn't know. You're st- you know, I'm used to 80% rain overcast. Yeah. You know, and then like a week of summer, which is fine. It's beautiful over there. I love visiting Western Washington. Yep. I miss it, you know, of course. Um, and so visiting is very special to me, whether it's Bellevue for my brother-in-law or going back to Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Man, over here, it's you know, all four seasons, and yeah. it, and all my friends are people back home. They ask me, so how do you like how do you like Eastern Washington? Because you know, they stayed there, yeah. Whether or not they went away for school or whatever, lived elsewhere. In addition, but you know, there's pride, you know, <laughs> with your home <laughs> for sure. But uh, I I just I love being over here. I love being right now. It's gonna be 80 degrees today. Yeah, sun's burning us up already. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful day. It's eight o'clock in the morning, and it's it's gorgeous. And, yeah. Um, yeah, Washington, it, it's simply that. It has everything. It's got everything. Yep, as you move across it. We, we relocated here from, we were, wife was born and raised, West Seattle, spent time in Alaska, me, Northern Cal, all around the Puget Sound, Alaska, lived in Ballard when we first got married, moved up Lake Stevens area. So we're, we're very used to the wet west, but... It took us a while to acclimate over here. Mm -hmm. But you know what I love about it? When we first got here in Spokane 12 years ago, we kind of felt like it was a big slice of Wonder Bread. It was just like bland and not a lot of flavor and not a lot of like good food. Like our food scene is blowing up in Spokane. It really is. The craft beer scene. I might be biased, but it's off the charts in Spokane. The the creative, the artists, the like there is so much happening in Spokane mm-hmm. right now. Like I don't wanna sell it so that a, a tidal wave of people come here. Right. And but I, it's amazing. This place yes, is amazing. It is. And you can see that naturally happening a little bit. I yep. mean, as things build on each other and yep. more avenues are, are come around, it, you definitely feel it. We've been here 12 years, so we came from elsewhere. Yes. Why not others come? Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah. Make this place more awesome. More, yeah, more awesome. Get here. More unique. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think that's gonna cover it all computer lasted sweet i hope everybody can hear us well we'll see i'm gonna reach out to some of my audio engineer friends and see what what they can do with this file to see you know i'm getting more comfortable with that part but i'm sure it's gonna be fine and and josh i want to give you opportunity to tell everybody what's the easiest way to find you or get in touch if they want to purchase something or they want to they got questions about your product Boy, well, if you're in town, you got to get into the pop-up shop. Okay. That place is full of, uh, I, I feel outgunned there. There's okay. some amazing creative people doing some cool stuff. And it, it, and not everything in town is in the pop-up shop, but a good cross-section of what okay. people in this town are doing. Cool. So if you're local, go there. Uh I'm on www.jensenhandcrafted.com. It's got a storefront and a little bit of our story and what gets our juices flowing, what we're about. Yep. Uh, and then 
are on Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Yeah. And and be sure to research what specimen of opener you want because that's going to be a question you'll ask for sure. Yes. Right? Yes. And so. that, and that there's this page dedicated to the different specimens that you offer. Yep. I'm going to get just a spoiler alert. I'm going to try and get a couple for this year's Christmas. You offer a where you'll do like um, a pair, right? A pair of openers from the same piece? Or yeah, whatever. so in the woodwork world, that's called book matching. Book matching. And that's where you take a piece of wood, slice it, and then the two halves that fold open Yes. are basically the pair or a book matched pair. And those are a little bit spendier because of you know, finding that wood. And if you cut that thing open and it's a bunch of garbage grain you don't really want to uh, sell yeah. that book match so you go through some material okay. finding a good book match so they're a little bit pricier but so budget a little more yep yep those ones are a little bit harder to come by and get to to the end result but okay yeah. well that's good info <clears throat> yep i'm gonna try and get me and my sister hopefully we can find a find a decent set of wood so me and my sister nice. can get a pair of washington's okay yeah. I'll keep that in mind and keep my eyes open yeah, for a good match when I when I am naturally cutting things open. Yeah, and that's so. a, this, this is an awesome learning experience to do this outside and this was great for you to meet me here this early, shift our schedules around. I know we we're going to meet later today, but dude, thank you for meeting me first thing in the morning. Yeah, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. I super duper appreciate this, had no clue about how to do this, but it's been fun. Good, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that my process is starting to get a little bit more, you know, set in stone to just at least give you a heads up of what I'll ask. That helps. Yeah, yeah, that, it does. Gives me a little bit of insight where this might go, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, as many notes as I made within the questions you shot me at. You feel like we covered it? I think so. Okay, I think cool. So. Dude, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you, Corbin. Appreciate you, Love Josh. seeing where this thing's going and, and you know, congratulations to where you're at so far. Thank it's, you. For, it's thank cool you very to watch much. and and be a spectator for what you're doing. Yeah, and now you're a part of it. You're you're in the mix. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Josh. And we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>